0: Good morning, Tappers.
1: Good morning, Dabber.
0: <laughs>
1: that was Gen- good. That's my Jennifer Coolidge.
0: Oh my god, I forgot about her. <laughs> we are a Jennifer Coolidge stand podcast. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, officially.
0: Megan, there is a lot going on over here in Boston. I got a month left and I am ready to get out of here. <laughs> we-, we have tepid water right now. The plumbers are in here. They're not even cute. There's just a lot going on right now we're trying to record the podcast you know i got people coming in and out of the apartment it's just not ideal so i'm ready to go to florida i'm ready to be done in boston i just can't do it no more
1: honestly apartment life is so disruptive like i they gave us a 48 hour notice for apartment inspections since we live in like like a rent rent control they have to make sure that we you know aren't pigs or whatever i guess
0: right you don't have like a meth lab or something
1: Right, because poor people have to live to higher standards to get what they want, you know? Right, yeah. I <laughs> uh, have to jump through more hoops or whatever. But so they gave a 48 hour no- notice. So I'm like, the place is disgusting. I spent three hours today cleaning. <laughs> okay. And then they didn't even come today.
0: Oh my God. At least your house is clean.
1: Yeah. They gave like a, ca- a cable guy time. They're like, it's either going to be Wednesday or Thursday, one through four and i'm like i can't plan my whole life around you people
0: and then you're just anticipating when they're gonna come and then they don't come and it's just fucking annoying Mm
1: -hmm. and then the cats are gonna freak out and it's just like
0: yeah it's a whole thing when you have animals because it's like you got to control the animals and Mm -hmm. then i can i can welcome you in rather you know when somebody's coming you know you can prepare all that especially with like the dog i'm like it's a 100 pound dog like i can't just easily kick him around or pick him up (laughs) (laughs) you know so it's a lot going on here in these apartments and that's the last thing i want when i'm living in an apartment is to have somebody come in like we had three smoke detectors two of them don't work and we refuse to have the landlord come in and fix it because we're like we'd rather just do it ourselves than have to schedule an appointment when are you gonna come you know you got to like clean the apartment because you don't want to look mm-hmm. like a fucking pig so i mean i that's a that's a you know a trade-off if you don't want to buy a house or if you can't afford to buy a house you got to rent and then you got to deal with that so it is what it is i guess i don't know
1: and and then you have no privacy i always feel like that they're just going to look through my panty drawer you know
0: oh my god yeah and i'm like i don't want to leave anything out and like i don't know what to do when they're here because it's an apartment it's such such close quarters they're like I'm just sitting on the couch, like looking at my laptop, and then they're over doing something in the sink. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Do I watch you? Do I talk? Like I don't know what to do. I don't. I need to know etiquette when people come in here try to fix things. <laughs>
1: I I know. I try to just hide, but then oh, speaking of smoke <laughs> detectors, ours was going off at 4 a.m. a couple of months ago, and it would not stop. We literally ripped it out of the socket, and it was still beeping.
0: Oh my god, yeah.
1: So we put it under the couch. <laughs> To muffle the sounds. (laughs) Yeah. Until it died. And so I'm sure we're going to hear about that. We ripped the fire freaking detector from the ceiling.
0: Oh well ours was doing the same thing but it wasn't going off it was just like chirping yeah um, but on the you must have them hardwired in I only know this because I used to work and sell smoke detectors so they're hardwired oh, right. in but they also have a 10 year battery so that's when you unplugged it it was still chirping because there's a battery inside you just can't replace the battery because it's hardwired so it's already like good but there's a kill switch on it so if you flip it on the back and you take like a penny there's like this little switch they put the penny in and you can turn it and it'll kill it you just can never use it Again, but it'll shut it up. So that's what we did.
1: (laughs) Well, I guess I should have asked you, I should have called you up at 4 a.m. and be like, hey, what do
0: we do? Shut up. Oh my God. I I mean, one of those things in life I could have helped with was your smoke detector.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Who would have (laughs) thought? We have an exciting episode for everybody today. You know, another classic episode. This one's going to be a little bit quick because. We're on a time crunch here. It's the summer. We got things to do. Megan's traveling to Maryland. I'm moving to Florida. We're on a tight schedule here. So, yep. Honestly, you're lucky you're even getting content at this point.
1: <laughs> I know. I definitely debated. I was like, but I'm like, we got to push through. <laughs> we got to push through.
0: We have to push through. So, Megan, let's push through this episode. Give the tappers what they want. Another classic episode. What are you drinking today? Let's get into the pour before the four.
1: I got my Wawa. I mm. was thinking about a soda. To, like, stay up a little bit, but I'm just really not a soda girl.
0: I was never a soda girl, so I can relate to that.
1: It's just, like, too syrupy for me.
0: That's how I always felt. Like, uh, for one, I never thought it was refreshing. Like, whenever I was, like, thirsty, I never wanted soda because I felt like it wasn't, Mm -hmm. like, refreshing. It was just, like, so sugary and sweet. I never liked it. And two, it's just so bad for you. So, like, once I learned to, like, I don't like it and it's bad for you, I was like, I'm just not going to drink it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's no purpose. Like, you know it's messed up when people, like, use Coca-Cola to, like, burn through plastic and, like, clean dirty toilets and stuff like that. It's like, you shouldn't be putting that in your body.
0: (laughs) It's like those YouTube, like, quick fixes. It's like... How to get rust off your your fender, like pour baking soda and Coca-Cola. Like you are consuming that Coke. How is that? How do you think that's any like good for your body?
1: Uh, yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we are um, this summer we're we're hydrating our souls with water. We are water girlies, H2O, H2O girls. Myself also have water today. So hydrating the souls for the summer.
1: We're just boring Bettys.
0: Boring Bettys, you know, but I mean, what is better than water? I love water so much. We all know I drink my gallon every day. And just like going through this heat wave, I needed that gallon more than ever. It was a lifesaver.
1: That is true. I'm probably (laughs) literally too, so.
0: Right, yeah. So, all right, Megan, now that we have our waters, I think it's time we get into this little speedy classic. Ooh, I like that speedy classic.
1: Ooh, kick it into gear because hot toppies are here. Woo-hoo.
0: Yeah. All right, I want to start this one off, Megan, with a little tragedy that happened to a 22-year-old man who suffered a gruesome death. Um, now, this article came up on my phone, and I was reading it in the kitchen to Patrick, and even Patrick was like, that is fucking insane so recently uh this past weekend a man by the name of jack fenton he was a british man was taking a little copter ride you know in his little heli with his friends it's saying that he like hired this black bell 407 helicopter so i'm assuming he's wealthy i'm assuming he's got rich parents so i'm like okay you know we always say fuck the rich but this one's kind of sad because it ended tragically but it seemed like he was very wealthy (laughs) (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm.
0: because nobody can just rent a helicopter like i'm not renting a helicopter to go from the uk to greece to mykonos that's where he was mykonos i'm like oh he's right he was in mykonos
1: (laughs) oh right well it's just like oh him and his buds in the helicopter i'm like okay rich like i didn't even have to think about it
0: (laughs) so jack fenton and his three friends were recently getting off a hired black bell 407 helicopter after coming back from the greek isles where i think they were in mykonos they were taken away from the from the helicopter onto a private lounge as they waited for a plane to take them back to London. But as Jack Fenton got off of the helicopter, it says he walked in a fast pace towards the back of the helicopter and others and his friends were shouting at him to come back. And witnesses say that he had a phone to his ear as he went towards the back of the helicopter. So Megan, the helicopter was still running. The blades were still spinning. As he walked to the back of the helicopter, the back blade got him in the head and killed him instantly.
1: Oh my (sighs) God. What? So he was like on his phone, not paying attention.
0: That's alleged. So that's what they're saying, why they think he just randomly started walking towards the back of the helicopter. I mean, you know, when your fan is spinning so fast, you can't fucking see the blade. That's what I'm assuming it must have been like, because for anybody that's like, why would he walk into the fucking blade? Like, idiot. But like, when it's spinning so fucking fast, you can't see it.
1: I feel like you'd hear it, though. Right?
0: Right. Or I don't know if like, you know, because when I was reading the story, I was like, how did he hit the blade? Like, it's, you know, I thought it was the one up on top. So, I'm like, how did he just walk into it? Like, you can't just walk into the blade. And Patrick was like, no, it was the back blade. I'm like, oh. So, maybe the top one was still spinning, too. So, it was so loud that he might not have been able to hear the one in the back. I don't know.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't know helicopter geography enough to really... I barely know
0: smoke detectors, so I don't know anything (laughs) about helicopters here. Witnesses say that it was a horrifying sight. I mean, I can only imagine how horrifying that must have been. I mean, that must have fucking chopped him up he got hit in the fucking head with a blade I mean that must have been right through his fucking skull. Could not have been a pretty sight here. I mean I imagine it fucking flung him high in the air.
1: Like sliced him up like a meat grinder like um, Carol Baskin's husband remember?
0: (laughs) (laughs) They said uh, it struck him in the head and it killed him instantly. So the cops were saying how they were looking into every possibility which includes the possibility of the boy going back that way to take a selfie in excitement of the moment. And then that's where they were saying how he was on the phone as he was walking towards the back but then his friends came out and said that he wasn't on his phone that they're making that up so that's why i said it was alleged because it's like he said she said right now they're saying one thing they're saying the other thing so really we don't know what actually happened right now the pilot right now is in custody i don't know what how they're going to charge him for doing such a thing because the friends were also coming out saying that they weren't told where to go they weren't directed like nobody they were just like get off the helicopter no one was telling them like don't go towards the back like safety measures they're saying that like there was nothing there so that's why they Mm -hmm. have this guy in custody right now for this uh, death but the sad part is was that jack's parents They were in a second helicopter. They were just coming in. And the pilot in that helicopter requested that they had permission to abort landing. So the parents didn't have to see the horrifying sight of their son being literally obliterated on the fucking tarmac from this helicopter. So that must have been a little bit traumatic for the parents as well.
1: How can you recover from that, honestly?
0: I know. Especially being the friends. Uh, Witnessing it, I don't know if I could ever recover from that. I mean, nothing will ever be the same. I mean, how can you witness that happen? That's like the four of us going in a helicopter and me just walking to the back. And then you three just like, okay, he's gone. You know, you'll never speak to me again. Like that's kind of the reality of the situation. You will never speak to him again. Don't even say
1: that. Don't even say that (laughs) shit. I'm like getting sad thinking about it. Okay. We're not good. We're not rich enough for helicopters. So we're safe.
0: (laughs) Right. I've never gone. Like, I always felt like, how do people not get sucked up into them? You know? And they're just like, Oh, like running into like the helicopter and it's like spinning above them. I'm like how are they not getting sucked up? I don't get how they work.
1: <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> what your logic is, but it's okay. I I don't know anything about it either. so
0: it just seems so dangerous. I'm like I really when a helicopter's spinning, I don't want to be going towards it sorry
1: right that's a little bit common sense
0: right but you see people doing it like it's you know what i'm saying like it's landed and it like before takeoff they start spinning it and you people are like walking onto the helicopter while it's still spinning i'm like i will never do that sorry
1: it's like when you walk behind a horse like Mm. you always like touch them so that they know hello so that they (laughs) know where you are so that they don't like get scared and kick you
0: right i mean yeah I guess I've never... I haven't been behind too many horses, so I can't relate. But now I know. Now I know to touch the horse, so he knows where I'm going.
1: Yeah. Okay. Because they they have... They can't... like Their eyes are on the side of their head, you know?
0: Oh. I don't really like horses. So, I don't really... Well, remember, like, Aaliyah's bachelorette party with the horses, and everyone's like, Sean, go touch the horse. What are you, scared? Yes, I was fucking scared. That thing's massive. Like...
1: Yeah, those horses were pretty big.
0: I don't want to be, like trampled like i've seen too many times people get bucked off and then stepped on like you can fucking die like i don't want to risk it
1: i've been my foot has been stepped on by a horse and it really like a hurt in the moment but yeah and then it was fine it's
0: like getting your foot ran over by the car it's like your mom's pulling out
1: yeah like that's happened
0: to me but like it doesn't really hurt (laughs) i don't know how it doesn't hurt but it just didn't really hurt (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. god damn jojo watch where you're going
0: i know well also be watching where you're going when coming off a helicopter, you could pull a Jack Fenton here and get your head popped off by the, the back blade. So that Megan, that's my little story on um, helicopter safety. Well, it's a good lesson. It is. We uh, Thank you, Jack Fenton. You have, Taught everybody to not go towards the back plate.
1: We're learning so much more about (laughs) helicopters because of you.
0: Yeah, thank you.
1: Okay, so my story is actually a local story.
0: Oh, you love the local ones.
1: Yeah, so this is in Burlington, Vermont. And I learned...
0: I'm sure we could do a Burlington-only podcast at this point with the amount of crime that's going on.
1: Literally, that I literally. (laughs) And I'm sure Nick could come on for
0: firsthand experience.
1: Well, uh, he would have to like clear it with his department and everything. Oh,
0: okay. (laughs) I'll call him up.
1: Yeah. So I do have a little bit of an inside scoop on it from an uh, an anonymous source. So Tuesday, I heard, well, I heard about this because nick was like oh it's really busy here i can't tell you why they haven't released it to the public yet and i'm like are you why would you say that to me
0: right like i don't fucking care just tell me i'm your significant other
1: right who cares about if it's been released to the public yet
0: right like if i'm on the grand jury i'm telling the fukers everything (laughs) yeah right (laughs) (laughs) sorry You you can't
1: expect me not to tell people but right yeah whatever All right, go ahead. So anyway, so this is in regards to the murder-suicide of Kayla Noonan, who is 22 years old. She's from northern New Jersey, but was a UVM resident. And her friend, who is 27-year-old Michael Dixon, came to her apartment that she shared with a friend and killed they were laying in bed oh my god and he he killed her and then killed himself so oh my with an ar AR ar-15 rifle
0: he brought a fucking ar-15
1: yeah so i don't know where on earth he got that
0: i mean that seems a little bit extreme they fucking use those for mass shootings and he's just walking into here to
1: so the the they haven't released much information about their relationship who the friend is they haven't released the name of the friend but my inside source (gasps) who who knows who that is so this was a scorned lover incident crime of passion exactly so kayla and michael were in a relationship yeah and he's five years older which i can't say anything because nick's five years older than me but he is older. Yeah. How many times have we seen that sort of thing?
0: Well, it was but, the, uh, um, the most recent one last week that you talked about. Which one was that? I forget.
1: Oh, yeah. There's like a 30 year difference or something.
0: Yes. It was in Vermont. I forget.
1: Oh, the. Oh, what the um, hell was that? Joseph Maserato or something.
0: Yes. And she was like 23 and he was like 40 or something. Yeah. 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 So there's another example of the differences in age. <laughs>
1: right. Exactly. So apparently they had dated at some point and had broken up, and she didn't cheat, but she, she, <laughs> Then entered a relationship with this woman who they haven't released the name or the relationship to. Okay. And so she they were laying in bed together, because they lived in an apartment together, were laying in bed sleeping, and he comes in and point blank shoots Kayla Noonan and I mean he shoots her like 15 times or something ridiculous oh my like God. that. And the bullets go through her body and into her girlfriend, who is currently hospitalized but in critical condition oh my god and and he and then he shot himself so that's kind of the inside scoop is that there was it was like a scorned lover situation
0: that's so insane like to get to that level like it's just that's insanity there's something wrong there. Like, was there... There must have been some warning signs. There must have been some red flags here. Michael must have had some issues going on.
1: Well, and of course it's spelled M-I-K-A-L. It's not regular. That's so disgusting. people with those crazy... With those crazy names, they always gotta freaking yeah, You know, be bad. That's
0: a red flag right <laughs> there.
1: Yeah, like, n- name your kid normal things and spell it normal, okay?
0: All right, well, I think... Uh, back into third gear here, Megan. I got a Florida story for you. And... This is a a showing of what I would do in a similar situation and how I always thought if something bad ever happened to me or if I was in a mass shooting or if something like very crazy was happening this is how I would respond and that is um the tactic of playing dead. I was Oh my god, same. Uh, I would do it in a heartbeat. I would slather on the blood of the person next to me on my head. I would put it all over me and I would lay there with my tongue hanging out of my mouth. Are they really going to check to make sure I'm alive? No. So a Florida 12 year old girl played dead after her dad attacked her and finding her three-year-old sister dead. So this 12 year old was woke. She watched the movies. You know, she had a plan, a game plan on how she was going to survive this attack. Her father, 39 year old Juan Bravo Torres is currently facing first-degree premeditated murder and attempted murder charges after police say he stabbed his 3-year-old daughter to death and attacked his 12-year-old daughter last Thursday. So it all began when the 12-year-old was asleep when she was awakened by her father reaching for her throat. The 12-year-old thought, her father was simply trying to reach for her necklace, but he rather instead grabbed her throat or grabbed her by the neck and cut her throat with a knife. I don't know how she didn't die. It must not have been a deep cut or the kitchen knives. I don't know what, kind of knife he was using it must have been pretty dull or it must have gotten pretty dull after he killed his three-year-old daughter but somehow she survived that when he left the sources say to get another knife the 12 year old got up. oh my god she got up and tried to <laughs> escape and as she was trying to escape she found her three-year-old sister dead lying in the hallway her father then returned back and there was a struggle the girl fought back and then eventually the article says the 12 year old acted dead So he must've got her a couple more times. And then after that, she was like, all right, I'm fucking dead. I'm just going to play dead and act like I'm dead. um, And maybe he'll just leave me alone. From there, the father then dragged the 12 year old girl and the three year old into the bathroom where he proceeded to slit his own wrist. And the girl still laid there pretending to be dead where she then heard sounds of what sounded like he was cutting his throat. So (laughs) Oh my God. <laughs> the sources say that she still laid there until her father lost consciousness, where she then grabbed the knife he used the, in the attack. She walked nearly a mile to the nearest McDonald's where her mother worked um, and where she got to her mother and explained to her everything that happened. Police were then called and they arrived at the home at 540 a.m. in the morning where they found her father critically injured and the three-year-old girl dead. So the father is alive. He's currently in the hospital right now recovering. Um, And she also recovered. I mean, she fucking got her throat slit. And she walked a mile to McDonald's.
1: That is like... I feel like that's pure adrenaline and the will to live. That Yeah. Like...
0: Even surviving that, I was thinking like how... Like, again, how do you move on? How do you live with that such... With such traumatic... But How do you live going through such a traumatic experience like that? Like, seeing your sister stabbed to death dead in the hallway your father grabbing you in the middle of the night like i she, how can she sleep anymore how can she sleep at night without the worry of somebody coming in and slicing her neck i don't know all the power to her mm-hmm. but she survived you know maybe so if she didn't try to play dead and maybe she tried to run away or fight back even more maybe he would have killed her so an example of playing dead worked
1: was there like were her parents together?
0: I don't know. I didn't say if they were divorced or not.
1: And like, I don't understand of like, but why?
0: Right. Like, I don't know. Well, I feel like there could be a lot of things. Like, what if there was like, if they were married or something and there was issues and they were, maybe she was getting wanting a divorce and he had so much rage and wanting to get back at her that he would kill his own daughters and then himself. But I don't know.
1: Or like, if I can't have the kids, then Nobody. you can't either sort of thing. Right. Yeah.
0: But I don't understand how he slices his wrists and then slices his throat and is still alive. Because
1: like, God was like, I want you on earth to be punished.
0: <laughs> God was there protecting him.
1: Only to see him suffer. Right.
0: So that's my little story coming out of our favorite Florida. But yeah, her bro her heroism in a 12-year-old is unmatched for her 39-year-old father.
1: Mm. Well, good for her. And I just hope that... This doesn't mess her up forever, I guess. Oh, <laughs> I don't hopefully, know. I
0: mean, at least she still has her mother. Hopefully she's not crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> we'll be thinking of her. All right. End of fourth gear. All
1: right, fourth gear here. <laughs> so this is also familial side.
0: <laughs> oh my God. We love family murders.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have to say, I always go back to Chris Watts. That was so interesting.
0: Man, our most listened to episode, guys. If you haven't not heard it yet. Go back and listen to it. Oh, yeah. Everyone loves it.
1: Yeah, we always got to plug it. Maybe,
0: like, maybe our, our opinions and thoughts on it were just so superior. That's why it's our most viewed episode.
1: I mean, we are pretty pretty good at smartness. I don't
0: know. <laughs> well, I mean, last time I checked, we had 30 unique listeners. And I mean, that's been consistent for like a month now. So we've moved yes. up. Well, now we have 30 people listening twice a week. Like that's 60 listeners a week. That's like almost a quarter a week. <laughs>
1: so thank you so much our 30 tappers for that quarter yes,
0: thank you so much for listening all right back to the story
1: okay so this is regarding isaac r grow oh. who's a twenty twenty three 23 year old man in new york city who has been charged with allegedly shooting the mother of his three-month-old daughter in the street in broad daylight oh my
0: god people are getting bold
1: I know in broad daylight. So, luckily, I'm just going to say right out that the daughter was not harmed. Oh, okay, good. Um, but he's facing one count of second degree murder and two counts of second degree criminal possession of a weapon. So, I don't know how to say this. Az- Zaza Johnson, oh. who's the the mother of the 3 month old baby was walking down the upper east side with her baby in her stroller is that a nice side uh, and that's yeah that's like, well, the rich people I were think
0: like so. it's expensive to live there
1: yeah well i think she was just like walking like walking the baby wait i heard you know? about
0: this story okay continue <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> so um alleged apparently and there's text messages to prove it that they had talked to meet up and he was describing like what he was going to wear and where they planned to meet so that he could like I don't know. I don't know why he would describe what he would be wearing, but it actually, it helps prove the case. But anyway, to give to exchange some, you know, items to provide for the daughter. But instead of that, he shows up in all black and a ski mask and just straight up shooter. And a ski mask. Like
0: they're not going to know who the fuck it was
1: in broad daylight. Right. (laughs) Right. So um, witnesses, uh, there were several witnesses to the shooting and they called nine one one. And they were able to say, oh, yeah, he was wearing this and this is where they were, which matched up with the text messages okay. between them. And she was rushed to the hospital but died an hour later. The three-month-old is okay. Yeah, it's just really sad. And so he's in jail awaiting trial. And, yeah. I
0: mean, it's just...
1: And no motive probably just like i don't want to hate my baby mama i don't know
0: i just i I just don't know what pushes people to that level you know there's so many other options than to do that and like they're not even like i know the weirdos who are like i just want to know what it feels like to kill somebody you know like there's there's like those kind of people out there but like this yeah. guy is just like he's so upset and frustrated or something's going on and he just wants to kill her but to get to that level it's literally insane
1: well not only that but like even if you aren't together that's still the mother of your child that and you're taking the mother away right? who was clearly the primary caregiver of your child
0: yeah i don't know it's just like nobody's safe anymore like honestly i don't even feel safe walking outside my apartment i go to work mm-hmm. so early in the morning It's so easy for people to just, like, watch me every day. Like, because there's, like, people on the street, like, at the bus stop every day. They know I leave my apartment at the same time every day. They could be waiting for me. So they
1: know when to... Or know when you're not in your apartment so they could break in and steal stuff. Right.
0: So that's why it always makes me nervous because I'm, like... Literally, I leave at the same time every day. I got, like, tons of bags in my hand. I'm walking to my car. I don't know. I get nervous. Like, especially with, like, stories like this or, like, anything, like the um the woman who was shooting in the texas airport she just walked in and started shooting it's like people can't even live anymore without being in fear of like something gonna happen to them or there's people just like randomly like stabbing people on the streets can we just fucking live and not have to worry about crazy people fucking killing us
1: i don't i know i don't there's so many i don't it's just i feel like it's gonna reach a boiling point at some point we can't continue to live like. hey that's why
0: our favorite song by one republic i lived you really have to live every fucking day like it's your last Mm -hmm. like i seriously do think like multiple times a day like how lucky i am to be alive because like we talk about so many stories of people just like randomly fucking dying or in the wrong place at the wrong time like you really honestly never fucking know and i know it's so cliche and patrick tells me that all the time but it's like so fucking true don't waste any second because it could be your fucking last that's how i guess we'll leave this
1: episode right so (laughs) yeah do what you want to do when you want to do it live your life for yourself right or for your kids or whatever oh i do want to say though i lived did come on the radio Um, at work so i thought of you i think it's
0: coming back like i've heard it more and more on the radio now
1: good it gets the time it It, deserves
0: it's a (laughs) bop everyone go listen to it but uh,
1: mm-hmm. i think
0: uh, i mean I. Well, let's leave it on that high note usually we leave it on like a sad note so yeah. we're gonna leave it on a high note today if you guys enjoyed this mm-hmm. episode or if you guys you know if you've always wanted to start a podcast start a podcast look at what we did now we got 30 unique listeners we are two years in mm-hmm. we got so many episodes out i mean it's been a great experience so if there's something out there that you've been you guys been wanting to do just fucking do it like what are you waiting for go fucking do it um and if it makes it any easier Use Anchor.
1: yeah oh yeah
0: slip that in there slip it in there um we don't have a discount code or like anything because it's free it's free to use free to start your own podcast so get out there start podcasting if you guys want any tips and tricks i mean we're here for you we we know all about podcasting we know how to make that coin Plus, slide in our dms on instagram come on tap pod if you got any questions or let us know what you're loving and what you're hating about
1: the podcast Ooh, you're learning from me how to <laughs> i know i'm like Ooh.
0: it took us two years but like we're figuring it out Mm
1: -hmm. and speaking of two years we have two years worth of episodes on spotify apple and the other ones make sure to tell your family friends foes hoes and bros (laughs) (laughs) and we'll see you guys next time where Where crime crime is is always always on top top. (laughs) 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 that's so funny so funny